Introduction and Preface of Wilderness, a Journal of Quiet Adventure in Alaska. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Wales. Wilderness, a Journal of Quiet Adventure in Alaska by Rockwell Kent. Introduction and Preface. Introduction by Dorothy Canfield Had jesting pilot asked what is art, he would have waited quite as many centuries for an answer as he has for the answer to his question about truth. For art to the artist and art to the rest of us are two very different things. Art to the artist is quite simply life, his life, of which he has an amplitude and intensity unknown to us. What he does for us is to thrill us awake to the amplitude and intensity of all life, our own included. And this is a miracle for which we can never be thankful enough. This at least is what Rockwell Kent's Alaska Drawings and Alaska Journal do for me. They take me away from that tired absorption in things of little import which makes up most of our human life, and make me see not an unreal world of romantic illusion that fools pleasure given by the second-rate artist but the real wonder world in which i live and have always lived they make me see suddenly that there is a vast deal more in the world than embittering and anxious preoccupations that much of it is fine much is comforting much awe-inspiring much profoundly tragic and all of it makes up a whole so vast that no living organism need feel cramped. No other of the qualities of the journal and drawings goes home to me more than the unforced authenticity of the impressions set down by this strong and ardent artist. Emerson's grandeur is infinitely more convincing to me because of his homeliness, and I feel a perverse Yankee suspicion of those who deal in sublimities only. The man who can extract the whole quaint savor out of that magical, prosaic, humorous moment of human life, the first stretching yawn of the early morning, that man can make me believe that I too see the north wind running mightily athwart the sky and the artist who can put into the simplest drawing of a man and a little boy eating together at a rough table in a rough cabin all the dear solidity of family and human life with its quiet triumph against overpowering nature that artist can make me bow my head before the sincerity of his impressive night the homeliness of the diary its courageously unaffected naturalness how it carries one out of fussy complications to a long breath of relief in the fewness and permanence of things that count and the humour of it sometimes deliciously unintentional like the picture of the artist finishing a fine drawing setting the beans to soak bathing in the bread-pan and going to bed to read a chapter of blake sometimes intentional and shrewd like a banana peel on a mountain top tames that wilderness or colds like bad temper and loss of faith are a malady of the city crowd sometimes outright and hearty 
like a child's joke as in the amusingly faithful portrait of the pot-bellied self-important personality of the airtight stove there are only three human characters in this quiet intense record all of them significant and vital first of them is the artist himself who in these notes written originally for the eyes of his intimates only speaks out with a free unself-consciousness as rare in our modern world as the virgin solitude of the island where he lived here is the artist at work creating as henry james said he could not be shown the artist that is a man violently alive full-blooded and fine fierce and pure arrogant and tender with an elate boastful well-founded certainty of his strength rejoicing in his work in his son in his friend in the whole visible world and most of all in himself and his own vigorous possibilities for good evil and creative work the other two human characters in this adventuring quest after great and simple things are acquisitions to be thankful for also the touchingly tender-hearted knight-like beautiful funny little boy and lovable dignified old olson a fiction writer wonders in despair why old olson so vividly brilliantly lives in these unstudied pages solid breathing warm as miraculously different from all other human beings as any creature of flesh and blood who draws the mysterious breath of life beside you in the same room fox island lives too we walk about it treading solidly loving every log and rotten stump gnarled tree every mound and path the rocks and brooks each a being in itself just as little rockwell does and we climb with the two younger ones up the sheer snow-covered ridge till across the great jagged teeth of fenris the wolf we see the glory of the open sea we look up at olson swaying gigantic on the deck above us as we bump the side in our little boat and we go down into the warm cabin full of the fumes of cooking and good fellowship and drink with the old skipper and the old swede till we too see deep under the white hard surface of where life is hidden all this firm earth gives authority and penetration to the shining beauty which pervades the book and the drawings carries us along to share it not merely to look at it to feel it not merely to admire it the notes here published were written i believe day by day for the author's wife and children and are here published almost as they were set down as commentary to the drawings well let us be thankful that we were let into the family circle and along with them can spend six months in the midst of strength and beauty and tenderness and fun and majesty close to simple things great because they are real the author may be sure that we leave them with the same backward-looking wistfulness he feels and with the same gratitude for having known them dorothy canfield preface by rockwell kent most of this book was written on fox island in alaska a journal added to from day to day 
it was not meant for publication but merely that we who were living there that year might have always an unfailing memory of a wonderfully happy time there's a ring of truth to all freshly written records of experience that whatever their shortcomings makes them at least inviolable besides the journal a few letters to friends have been drawn upon all are given unchanged but for the flux of a new paragraph or chapter here and there to form a kind of narrative the only possible literary accompaniment to the drawings of that period herein published the whole is a picture of quiet adventure in the wilderness above all an adventure of the spirit what one would look for in a story of the wild northwest is lacking in these pages to have been further from a settled town might have brought not more but less excitement the wonder of the wilderness was its tranquillity it seemed that there both men and the wild beasts pursued their own paths freely and as if conscious of the wide freedom of their world molested one another not at all it was the bitter philosophy of the old trapper who was our companion that of all animals man was the most terrible for if the beasts fought and killed for some good cause man slew for none deliberately i have begun this happy story far out in resurrection bay and again dropped its peaceful thread on the forlorn threshold of the town we found fox island on sunday august twenty fifth nineteen eighteen and left there finally on the seventeenth of the following march r k arlington vermont december nineteen nineteen end of introduction and preface